you for joining us at Bangalore Revival Center. We are a church that's dreaming revival with God and serving people in love. It is our desire to equip you to represent Jesus and carry his great joy to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit dreamingrevival.com. Now, as you listen to the word, we believe that God will minister to you. Father God, we choose to thank you. We praise you and we give you all glory, honor and praise. Master, I pray and I declare through this time that you would be glorified through this time that you would be working and even when we don't see it we know that you're working even when we don't feel it we know that you are at work so i just choose to declare your favor over your people in jesus most precious name we all said amen so i just want to declare before i can go into the word i just want to declare and speak that this may this be a season of favor in your life may this be a season of divine favor in your life so we're going to read a few verses and as i read a few verses just like we have a rule in the house that we read together let's do that together i'm going to draw your attention to genesis chapter 6 verses 5 to 8 we're going to read a lot of verses so walk with me all right The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on earth and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart and the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy every living thing, all the people the large animals the small animals that scurry along the ground and even the birds of the sky i am sorry i ever made them but you need to underline this part but noah found favor with the lord we go on next to verse 9 in genesis chapter 6 this is the account of noah and his family noah was a righteous man the only blameless person living on earth at the time and he walked in close fellowship with god verses 8 to uh, verses 11 to 18 in the same chapter now god saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence god observed that all this corruption in the world were, uh, for everyone on the earth was corrupt so god said to noah I have decided to destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way uh, around the boat. put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat lower middle upper make the boat 450 feet long 75 feet wide 45 feet high look i am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes everything on earth will die but i will confirm my covenant with you so enter the boat and you and your wife and your sons and their wives 
verses 19 to 22 bring a pair of every kind of animal a male and a female into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you will be kept alive and be sure to take on the boat enough food for your family for all the animals so noah did everything exactly as god had commanded him now we move to genesis chapter 7 verses 2 to 5 take with you seven pairs male and female of each animal i have approved for eating and for sacrifice and take one pair for each of the others also take seven pairs of every kind of bird there must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on earth after the flood 7 days from now i will make the rains pour down on the earth and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until i have wiped from the earth all the living things i have created so noah did everything as the lord commanded him the last part over here in chapter 7 verse 5 you need to you got to underline that so noah did everything as the lord commanded him I know there are a lot of verses but we're going to read little more. Chapter 8 verses 13 to 19. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, 10 and a half months after the flood began, the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. But two or more months went by. At last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, "Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock and all the small animals that scurry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth." So Noah, his wife and his sons had wives left on the boat. and all the large and the small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair chapter 8 verses 20 to 22 then noah built an altar to the lord and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose and the lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to him i will never again never again you underline never again i will never again curse the ground because of the human race even though everything that they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood i will never again destroy all living things as long as the earth remains there will be planting and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night almost reaching to the last part in genesis chapter 9 verses 8 to 17 i hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants then god told noah and his sons with all the animals that were on the boat with you the birds the livestock and the wild animals every living creature on earth yes i am confirming my covenant with you never again will flood waters kill all living creatures never again will a flood destroy the earth then god said 
I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all the living creatures for all generations to come. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is a sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the uh, clouds and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again will the flood waters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on the earth. Then God said to Noah, Yes, this rainbow is a sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on the earth. A lot of verses, I know that. But something I want you to keep at the back of your mind is this word Noah. The word Noah, uh, his name meant rest or repose. Uh, make sure that you keep this at the back of your mind and we will come to this at the end, okay? So, just as we read, I just want to choose to declare uh, and speak into your life that this is a season of favor, a season of grace over your life. Uh, you might ask, according to the New Testament, how do you say that you are favored? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with wisdom and understanding. We come under this covenant. We come under this work of God, of Jesus. And because of that, we know that we are favored. So I just want to take this time to uh, draw your attention to a few pointers. And before I do that, uh, I want to take you back to Genesis chapter 6, verses 22. It says, so Noah did everything exactly as the Lord commanded him. In chapter 6, verse 9, you see, that it says but but noah found favor in the eyes of the lord noah found favor with god with favor i can say favor brings access to the voice of god favor brings access to the heart of god there might be at that point of time there might have been a lot of voices a lot of people who would have been voices around noah and his years that this is not how you got to do this is not what you're got to do and even before chapter 6 chapter 1 to 5 you will not see anywhere it, it speaks about rain so when you know that there is nothing there is no concept of rain and it says in chapter 6 verse 22 Noah did exactly as God had commanded him Noah was preparing for something Noah heeded to the voice that was calling to him there might be voices in your life that can 
deviate you there might be voices in your life that can come but in this season you need to be very careful in this season you got to be very vigilant what are the voices that you're heeding to what are the voices that you're giving access to you might say that i i'm not hearing the voice of god if you say that i would i would encourage you to go back to the bible the bible is the loudest and the greatest voice of god so any time you feel that you do not hear god go back to the bible because that is the loudest voice of god you can ever hear in your life and make sure in the season that you have covered yourself with people with covering that are the right voices if you remember pastor priji in the beginning when we began and when when the year of gathering was declared over us he asked us to be careful about voices that we hear we might be listening to a lot of voices at this point of time every other person is a televangelist every other person's voice sounds sweet every other person's voice sounds very pleasing but what is the voice that you are listening to if you know you are under favor you also need to know the voice that you are listening to the right voice that you are under so i want to draw your attention to first, the first point favor brings access to the voice of god and as we hear him we find our purpose as we hear him we we find our direction as we hear him there is light to our path as we hear him he brings clarity to what has to be done further let me take you to genesis chapter 6 verses 11 to 18 now god saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence god observed all this corruption in the world for everyone on earth was corrupt so god said to noah i have decided to destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence yes i will wipe them out along with the earth but build a large boat from cypress wood and then he gives details of how this boat needs to look like and when we come down further he says look i'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes everything on earth will die but i will confirm my covenant with you so enter the boat you and your wife and your sons and their wives something i want to uh, talk to you about is when you hear the voice of god you find purpose and there is direction and there is an assignment that is put before you as soon as you come under favor as soon as you come under the voice there is an assignment that is put before you and that is the most important thing the voice that you're heeding to the voice that you are listening to and the assignment that is before you is the most important assignment so over here uh, noah was asked to do something the assignment had a price every assignment has a price you know some assignments you might feel like uh, there's no price but every assignment has a price to be paid and his assignment came with a price 
Noah's assignment came with a price that was laid on the altar in such a way that 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 price became a pleasing sacrifice it became a pleasing aroma in the eyes and into the heart of god let's go to genesis chapter 8 verses 13 to 19 it says now noah was 601 years old on the first day of the new year 10 and a half months after the flood began the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface on the ground was drying. Two more months went by and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, "Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and all your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock and the small scurry animals so that they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth." So Noah his wife and his sons and their wives left the boat and all of the large and the small animals and the birds came out of the boat pair by pair then Noah this is in Genesis 8:20 to 22 then Noah built an altar to the Lord and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and the birds that had been approved for the purpose and the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to him i will never again curse the ground because of the human race even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood i will never again destroy all living things as long as the earth remains there will be planting and harvest cold and heat summer and winter day and night he built an altar that pleased the heart of god he built an altar and he put everything on that altar so you know in fact when the uh when they came out of the ark uh he chose to build an altar this is the nlt translation but the other translations there's that he took one of every every animal and he put it on the altar before this the lord said that i will confirm my covenant with you it does not talk about what this covenant was it did not talk about uh what the covenant is going to be what the sign of the covenant is going to be but i feel it was somewhere here between these chapters when uh he decided to place every one by one everything at the altar that became a pleasing sacrifice and that caused god that that moved his heart there's something about building an altar there's something about altars altars speak for us altars speak not only for you but it speaks into our generations it speaks into many lives that we have not thought about it it allows you to stand as as somebody who who because of you you will see every other person being blessed because you are covering them because you are shepherding them because you are around them you will start seeing the heart of god in their lives so the first point was favor brings access to the voice of god then the second one was favor brings an assignment 
if there is something that you want to study about alters if you if you tuned in new here and you've not you've not heard about alters before and the power of alters what you could do is you can always go back to youtube and look for pastor prajee's sermons or pastor jojo or prophet mankandeva sermons on the altar and uh, you can learn about the same um now i would just want to draw your attention to the chapter where he he confirms his covenant so genesis 9 8 to 11 i hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants then god told noah and his sons and with uh, with all the animals that were on the boat with you the birds the livestock and all the wild animals every living creature on earth yes i am confirming there's a he, he he's assuring you know he's like yes i am confirming my covenant with you he is a covenant keeping god and he wants to assure this covenant with you so favor causes not only access to our voice favor causes not only access to an assignment but favor causes god to bless us and to confirm his covenant with us and it does not stop with you it does not stop with just you it goes and moves on to generations uh, let me take you to the next part where it says never again will flood waters this is genesis chapter 9 verses 12 to 17 never again will flood waters kill all the living creatures never again will flood destroy the earth this was after the altar was built this was after the altar had a pleasing aroma that that god received after that it says never again will the floods kill all the living creatures never again will a flood destroy the earth then god said i am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all the living creatures for all generations to come i have placed my rainbow in the clouds it is the sign of my covenant with you with all the earth when i send clouds over the earth the rainbow will appear in the clouds and i will remember my covenant with you and all the living creatures never again will the flood waters destroy all life when i see the rainbow in the clouds i will remember the eternal covenant between god and every living creature on earth then god said to noah yes he assured once again yes this rainbow is the sign of the covenant i am confirming with all the creatures on the earth yes this rainbow is the sign of the covenant it wasn't the covenant but it was a sign of the covenant so let me take you to the fourth point where i can say favor allows our alters to speak for us and to our generations let me declare this blessing over you this season just as it says in numbers chapter 6 verses 24 to 26 the aaronic blessing the priestly blessing may the lord bless you and protect you may the lord smile on you and be gracious to you may the lord show you his favor and give you his peace so hold on to this promise hold on to this word because i believe that this is a season of great favor and i believe that god is declaring this favor over your life 
Now let me draw your attention to the next part where the fifth point it, I will reiterate what uh, Genesis chapter 9 verse 17 says yes this rainbow is a sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on the earth so favor allows God to release his manifested glory if you see in the Bible there has been no other place where rainbow has been mentioned uh, apart from the heavens where so there was a mention of the rainbow in Ezekiel it there has been a mention of the rainbow in Revelation but after that 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 glory that was there in the heavens was manifested here on the earth let me read Ezekiel 1 verse 28 all around him was a glowing halo like a rainbow shining in the clouds on a rainy day this is what the glory of God the Lord looked like to me when I saw it I fell face down on the ground and I heard someone's voice speaking to me this is Ezekiel talking so your altars have powers your altars carries a power your altar speaks your altar speaks not only for you but it speaks to in and through your generations so you might you might ask Noah what was this sacrifice so big because you know God said and uh, God said whenever I look at this rainbow I will never again think of destroying the land before this things had gone wrong in fact chapter 6 of Genesis starts this way a world gone wrong it is titled this way in the Bible a world gone wrong and in in the first part in chapter 1 it says uh, God created he made creation and he said it was good but in chapter 6 that what was pleasing to God became if I may say it became bad that what was pleasing and that what was good became bad and and he just chose to redo the whole thing and and he told Noah but Noah found favor and he told Noah that uh, I am I am going to give you a sign of my covenant he did not say that it's going to be a rainbow he did not say that it's going to be this glory that I'm going to manifest. But what, what he was saying is, I'm going to give you a sign of my covenant. I feel it is between these chapters somewhere, that, that altar that Noah built was, and, and the altar that Noah made before God was so powerful. And what he laid before God was so pleasing that it still speaks it still speaks his altar still speaks whenever you see the rainbow you know that this is a covenant that God made with Noah long long back and since then he has never never ever decided to uh, destroy or even try to perish the world probably we are going through a lot of things that is happening probably there have been famines probably there have been earthquakes there has been a pandemic but till you keep seeing that rainbow remember that 
his, his altar still speaks. Remember that that altar still speaks. And that rainbow, the, the sign of glory, the manifested glory was not seen anywhere else apart from the heavens. In Revelation, it says that this rainbow is near his throne. So I just want to bring you to a place where, where, you, know, where you know that you have found favor. You are people under the covenant. You are people who uh, believe in Jesus and believe in what he has done. He died for you and he rose again. And so if, if Jesus being the favorite one of God, if uh, I, I would put it this way, if Jesus is a favorite one, you are the favored one. If Jesus is God's favorite, you are the favored one. You are under a shadow and a covering and a covenant that is so big and that is so, so, so beautiful that you, that you can't imagine. And let me just uh, take you back to all the five points and remind you again, favor brings access to the voice of God. Favor brings an assignment on your life. Favor causes God to bless and confirm his signs of his covenant with us. Favor allows our altars to speak for us and for our generations. Favor allows God to release his manifested glory. This word favor in Hebrew, the root word is ken. I'm not sure if I pronounce it right, but it, it's ken, which when translated in Greek, in the New Testament, uh, it comes out as kari. The k comes from the epiglottis. And I, I, for some reason, I can't pronounce it that way, but it's, it's kari. And uh, when you translate that word kari to English, it is grace. I just want to leave that over there. Favor in the Old Testament, when Jesus looked concealed, in the New Testament, when Jesus is revealed, is grace. So, um, I just want you to look at a few verses where the same word was used in the New Testament. Luke chapter 1, verse 30. So the angel told her, Do not be afraid. Mary, for you have found favor with God. This is an angel telling Mary that you have found favor with God. Now, if we need to go back and if we need to look at these pointers, favor brought access to the voice of God in Mary's life. Favor brought access to an assignment in Mary's life. Favor caused God to bless and confirm the covenant. Favor caused the altar to speak. Over here you might ask what was that altar? She gave herself. She gave herself and that womb stood like an altar at that point of time so that it could bear the savior of the world. Favor allowed God to release his manifested glory in Mary's life. Now let's look at where else favor was used. Luke chapter 2 verse 52. Jesus, 
Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all people. This is the same favor that Jesus found. So I just I just want to take you to John 3:16, a very familiar verse to all. For this is how God loved the world; He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. As we find favor every passing day, may our lives build altars that please God. Let Let's be people that. Uh, Let's become intentional about that favor. Let's become intentional to, to take that assignment, to obey, to stand and do what he's called us to do and, and put ourselves on the altar in a way that our lives look like a pleasing sacrifice. That, that there was something that happened at the altar that moved the heart of God. It, it moved the heart of God to such a way that a sign from heaven was brought on earth a sign that that just was a sign seen to the angels and the creatures and the throne room and and just got that that sign was brought on earth what what is that that you want to do with your life i would ask uh, what you are under favor you are under the covenant the new covenant so what is that that you could do to move the heart of God? Can you take time to, to introspect? Can you take time to ask God, God, what is that area in my life? God, what is that place in my life? What can I do to move your heart? What can I do to please you? Romans chapter 12 verse 1 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give up bodies to God because all he has done for you let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Like I said, in the Old Testament, Jesus was concealed and in the New Testament is Jesus revealed. So Noah points us to Jesus through the promise and the anticipation of rest. Remember I told you that Noah means rest. In Jesus we find our rest. Noah points us to Jesus by standing alone in obedience to God. He climbed the cross and he became that, that, that slain lamb on the altar for, for you, for me, for, for mankind. Noah points us to Jesus by being a sacrifice on the altar. Noah points us to Jesus by speaking into generations. Not only Noah's altar speaks, but, but what Jesus did speaks into generations. It speaks for you, it speaks for me, it speaks for mankind that is yet to come. Noah points us to Jesus by showing us that God sent down his rainbow of glory. If you look at a few of the root words, or if you study the Bible deeper, you would see the same favor was on Abraham's life. It was on Jacob's life. It was on Ruth's life. It was on Esther's life. How do we know we carry favor? Um, I, I, I love the way Pastor Shaiju put across last week. A sign that you know that you carry favor is just like Moses said in Exodus chapter uh, 33. May your presence go with us. When we know that his presence is with us, 
we know that is a sign of his favor on our lives we know that is a sign of the lord's favor being on our lives let me draw your attention to another important verse and we will close with this the woman who broke the perfume at jesus's feet if you look at mark chapter 14:8 to 9 she had done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time i tell you the truth wherever the good news is preached throughout the world this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed this woman who broke the uh, the jar at his feet she knew she came under a, f- a favorable voice she knew that her assignment was to build an altar and to to break all her savings at his feet she knew that this is going to it is going to speak to generations this is going to because the bible clearly says that wherever wherever uh we go it this woman her her story would be spoken about her altar her breaking of that perfume still speaks it still speaks to a generation it still speaks to a thousand generations that is yet to come so what is it that you would like to do or i would i would put it this way that you're not on earth you're not on earth without purpose you have been called with a purpose you have been chosen with a purpose first peter says that you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation you have been chosen and there is nothing that god can't do through your life there is grace upon your life there is favor upon your life and with that favor is an assignment but it's somewhere there in that assignment that that will speak to thousands of generations can you just take time to close your eyes and ask god what is that you would like to do with my life what can i do to move your heart lord what can i do to pour out my oil before you i feel the presence of the lord so thick just right here i just want to move your heart that's all i want to do i just want to stand in no and pour my love on you no matter how much the cost i freely give it all to you all to you is it a fragrance then i'll pour my oil out is it a life laid down then here i give my vows is it a song i sing then here's every melody just tell me what moves you tell me what moves you i just want to move your heart 
That's all I wanna do. I just wanna stand in awe and pour my love on you, no matter how much the cost. I freely give it all to you. Oh, to you. All my love, all my love, all my love, you can have it all, all my heart, all my soul, all I own, you can have it all, all my love, all my love, all my love, you can have it all, all my heart, all my soul, all I own. You can have it all You can have it all Can you take this time to surrender to Jesus and say All my love, all my heart, all my soul You can have it all Father, I just want to place my heart before you And I want to give it to you I want to be my, I make my life that altar that speaks, that, that, that is pleasing unto you, that is a pleasing aroma in your sight and before you and to your spirit. If you have been saying that I want to access, I want I want to come under this favor, if you have been new and uh, you, you say that I do not know Jesus, but I would love to know more about this Jesus. Uh, if you say, Pinaz, I do not know what, what you spoke about makes sense. And I would like to have a relationship with God and build, build this covenant with God. So why don't you do this? Just, just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. I choose to invite you into my life and I receive you as the Lord and Savior of my life. I believe that you died on the cross for me and I believe that you rose again and I know that you're coming back. I choose to make you the first and the last. I choose to make you the Savior of my life and I want to give it all to you. If you have said this prayer I just want to say just rest in him, abide in him. The word Noah means rest and I want to end with saying that God is calling you to that place of rest. God is calling you to that place of favor. Thank you for tuning in. We believe that you are blessed by the word. We would love for you to be a guest on any of the weekends on a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. or a Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. For more information, please visit our website, dreamingrevival.com.